keeping things moving is now making me crave that stability like nothing else. Hi there, mamas. Happy Mama Monday. I hope you're going easy on yourself today, no matter what day it is for you, but especially since it's Monday, that tricky transition day that is a harsh reality check for many of us. Um, today happens to be a perfect day to record. Oh, um, because today I had my training and then I had an appointment to view an apartment. And both of them got canceled. And it was kind of funny. I woke up early and did the things I needed to do as far as like I had to do an assignment for work and whatever. Um, but I was so like, not lazy, but just very like cozy. And I was like, I really should be getting ready, packing my lunch, making breakfast, all these things. But all I want to do right now is snuggle up and just be. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be late, but I'm going to, I'm going to have to sacrifice some things. Like maybe I just throw together a quick lunch rather than like a full on fruit, vegetable, grain, meal, whatever. And I just like laid and sure enough, I got a text from my boss that the, the training was canceled for that day. Okay, perfect. So then I'm like, yay, I have all morning. I could chill. And today is Sunday. So I was going to have to edit the pod for this week, for tomorrow, late at night after being tired and stuff. And then I was probably going to have to bleed into Monday morning, actual Mama Monday, but y'all know I like to post them now, like schedule them Sunday night because I find that Apple podcast doesn't upload it. Like it takes a while because the RRSI feed has to refresh. It sounds fancy. It's not. It just takes a while to upload. Um, so I'm like, fuck it. If I get it done at midnight, then no matter who is listening, they can listen first thing Mama Monday morning because that's a tough transition to work. And if y'all have a commute like I do, it's kind of nice to pop something on. And anyway, so, so that got canceled. And then my other apartment viewing got canceled as well, because what ended up happening was it was the same property manager management company, but I was dealing with two different agents and I didn't quite realize that. I met with the one agent yesterday and I saw property and he was very responsive and this other guy wasn't. So I was like, yo, can I work with you instead of this other guy to view this place? And I noticed this other place online. Are you able to show me that as well? And he was like, yep, for sure. Are you free at one thirty today? And I was like, yes, I am. That's perfect. And he was like, actually, we can't go into the one until tomorrow. So if you're down, we can just see them both tomorrow. And I'm like, perfect perfect mamas because now I have the full day to myself and I said it's Sunday so the rents are off at church my meetings canceled my appointments canceled I got the day 
to myself. And I love a good day to myself. So then I'm like, I uh, had notes out, but I was like, I'm going to meditate first to really like settle it in, make sure I've got my intention set. There's a loving intention. But interestingly, I was reading David Goggins' book, Can't Hurt Me. I've mentioned it a couple of times. And this week it really motivated me right before I was apartment hunting because I was really like nervous and scared. And his motivation that really stuck out to me was like, basically when things get hard or if you're like scared, be like, what else you got? What else have you got? Like, come at me, right? And his story is so amazing and his book is absolutely incredible. If you ever need like a boost in your life, he's like a an AED. <laughs> I took first aid this week, but it's like a shock volt that volt to your heart and your chest and you just like come alive. Like, holy shit. Um, so his like real advice was why, why am I doing this? Why am I putting myself in this hard position? And for him, it was like, you know, what I was reading was like, because I'm a fucking beast because I can. Right. And Though that's like the motivation to get through. And so to me, I like changed that into a feminine. And I'm like, because I'm a bad bitch. I'm a bad bitch. Come at me with your bullshit. Like, let's go. And I was like all gung ho to incorporate that in the podcast, like as a little motivation for my future self and like for whoever's listening. But I, it's funny. So like I said, I went to meditate before recording this and I recorded or I meditated for the first 20 minutes and I was feeling good. Then I had to switch to a different like audio video thing, whatever to do the last 40 minutes. And I was like, oh, like I really don't want to fucking do this. Like I don't want to do this. But then I was like, oh, but Goggins says, you know, like, fuck it. I'm a bad bitch. I can do this. And if he didn't want to do something, he would do it twice or he would do it upside down. Like he would up the challenge, up the ante. So I'm like, well, fuck, I have to do this now. So I did 45 minutes. But at the end of that meditation, okay, I was grumpy. I was sweaty. I was bit by bugs. And it wasn't like a fun, like, oh, like I did something hard, like challenge accepted, you know? It was like, no, like I'm in a worse mood now. I should have quit while I was ahead. Like I did the thing. I checked the box. I could have just let it land. And so that to me, I was hoping there would be like some deep message or whatever to be able to translate into the pod. But no, the message was literally like, that's Goggins message. And like, he's amazing for that. Go you. But mine is all about the baby steps. Okay. We don't need to meditate upside down for two hours here. If you just put your time in, in the day, like you said, you were going to check complete bonus. So basically in my life right now, like I said, I am applying for apartments, trying to line something up for either September or October. And I was like counting down the days. Okay. You know how I'm like into spirituality and like astrology and stuff. I was like ready for Leo season to be over because as amazing as it was and as fun as it was, and I had so much fun, you can't actually like enjoy something unless you're relaxed enough to savor it. 
do you know what I mean? Like some people can, some people have that like thrill seeker ability and they can just go and fly with nothing under their feet and just keep going and have a ball doing it. That's fine. That's not me. Like I need my stability. I need to feel safe. I need to feel comfortable. And then I can like spread my wings and have fun within that. But you know, I like my routines. I like my, all that stuff. And we see this in psychology and studies in, and just in my experience in life, I feel like that is a similar phenomenon where we can enjoy things a lot more, like when we have that safety built first, and then we can explore from that. And this is the perfect picture of that. I saw X this week. I take him to the park in the splash pad. That's what he likes to do. He likes his safety and stability. And, you know, I'm not a stranger anymore, but I am a woman taking him out of his home into my car, going somewhere new, right? It's a lot for him mentally, at least it was when we first started. So I kept it consistent. That's always what he asked for. Park, park, park. But this time it was cooler out. It was rainy out. It was the first time that I'm like, okay, we got to do something else. So I was very communicative with him about that. And there's a place that he's been that he loves, which is an indoor playground. And let me say it brought back all the memories. Have you ever been to like an indoor playground before? They are awesome. Like, just so fun. I, I remember we used to go to one in my hometown and I would just like climb everything, try to explore every new area. And there were so many because there are different levels and stuff. And there was like a bar where you hold on and you swing across and you can try all these different tricks and stuff. So I was getting all the nostalgia. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Like he's going to love this. So we show up and he gets there and <laughs> Oh my gosh, for someone who is so like ready to connect with people, like I said, right, he engages with people, swing, like he'll point to other kids, he'll say hi to all the parents and the kids, it's his instinct, right? But we get there and he is like hiding behind my leg, like literally, like if you were pretending in a drama to, to be scared and just like like dramatically put your hands over your eyes and like crouch and cower. And like literally that was what he was doing. He was being so shy. So I'm like, okay, it's all right, bud. Like, let's, let's go together. And he's like glued to me, right? I'm like, that's fine. So we go in and we're kind of like getting a feel for the place, um, get like the space on the ground where everything is. And he did not want me to leave his side. He wanted to go in and explore and play, and he doesn't have very many words, but he's very communicative. So he will, like, if he wants me to look somewhere, he will grab my face with two hands and point my face somewhere, like if I'm missing it. So in this case, he grabs my hand and starts climbing up the foam stairs to get to the top. So he's like wanting me to be with him. And, and I'm like, I don't even know if I'm allowed. But at the same time, the admission was like, if you pay for the kid, the adult is free. So it kind of was like, okay. And then I saw like some parents out and around on the play structures and stuff. I'm like, well, it looks solid enough. So I start going up with him. And it's like, it's narrow, it's small, right? I have to crawl on my hands and knees where he's standing and going through all the tunnels and stuff, but he is not letting go of my hand 
but he's smiling and laughing and having so much fun. But as soon as I like try to let go, he like grabs my hand. He does not want me to let go. So that's fine. So we go around and around and we're starting to get into routine and he's starting to go wanting to go down the scariest big black slide. And as long as I'm holding him in my lap, he's fine with it. We're going down. He wants me to start piggybacking him up to climb up the foam stairs and it's fun. And you know what? I'm like, screw it. Like they say for parents, not that I'm his parent, but when you're engaging with kids and stuff, it's like, there's only a short window where they want to be with you all the time. They start wanting their independence more and more. Right. So I'm like, I'm just going to say for this, he wants to play with me. Okay. I'm down. It's the same with the splash pad. It's the same with whatever. Like if he's holding my hand to engage with him, then I'm going to. So we're having fun, but you know, within 45 minutes, he starts being able to figure out how to climb up these complicated structures that he needed me to lift him up before. And now he's doing it on his own. He doesn't need a spotter and he's getting more and more comfortable. And so for the last like 20 minutes before we had to go, I was able to sit and watch and he was just all around exploring everywhere, all on his own. Right. And so the reason I bring this up is because this is kind of how I'm feeling right now in my life. It's like fun right now is no longer like going out and having a wild time. It's like, I have to feel safe first. That is what's fun to me. So as stressful as apartment shopping has been, it's like, no, but this is what I need. I think about this, like I've talked about this before, but like the psychology of motivation and emotion and how that was one of my favorite courses that I took in my undergrad, because it's like, like, for example, you are not motivated right now to jump up on a table. No, like there, you wouldn't, you would think there's no way I would do that. Why would I do that? But all of a sudden, if you see a snake slithering under your feet, oh, you better believe you're up on that table, right? And your motivation will change based on the circumstance that you're in. So applying for apartments right now is overwhelming in a way, but it's also the only thing that I want to do because I want to get this settled. I want to create stability for myself so that I can enjoy and savor and have fun and make time for friends, right? But I need this settled first. (sighs) I hope that all made sense. So that was my main prerogative this weekend. I was scared to do it, but I did it. If I fail, I fail. Goggin encourages, fuck it. If I fail, I'll try harder. I got another job now. I've got four fucking jobs. If I can't land an apartment in the next three months, like it's not happening. I will be doing it. So it's a matter of like whether it's now or in the future and I can hang on a little bit longer um, if need be. So it will be done. And that gives me a bit more confidence and a bit more freedom as far as like, maybe I can be kind of selective about these apartments rather than just taking whatever I can get. Right. So yeah, just a quick little update. I told you mamas too, like my plan is to go back to Texas for two and a half months in the winter because it feels like the right thing. It also feels like It's motivation for me to hustle hard now in order to like earn my rest. And I'm putting quotations because I don't think you ever need to earn your rest. I am always about filling your cup, but I know mentally I'm going to enjoy it more if I feel like I've worked hard. 
Do you know what I mean? Like if you do a really hard workout and then you sit on the couch, you feel so much better than just sitting on the couch because then you're in your mind like spinning. I think I talked about this with Wendy where I'm like, it's, you feel you're not resting because you're stressed that you need to be doing something, right? Whereas if you're resting after you've done something hard, then you actually have the ability to relax, right? It's kind of like discipline protects the joy of freedom. Um, and so I know that that rest in quotations is coming up for me as far as I won't be earning income out there. So now is the time. I'm still in debt. I still got to hustle to get myself out of debt. I'm still working towards that. And when I come back, I'm going to be highly motivated to be settling down. I have four fucking jobs right now and I'm about to leave the country for another two and a half months. Like, I need to fucking chill. I'm a Taurus. I swear to God, okay? You'll never know it. But this chaos is what's needed for me in order to enjoy the simple simplicities, simplicities of life. I remember feeling trapped multiple times in my relationship or like whatever my job, whatever situation I was in, it was like I was so numb to the boredom or sorry, I was so numb and I felt so bored and like trapped and just shitty, you know, and pushing myself out of my comfort zone to the point of like, keeping things moving is now making me crave that stability like nothing else. I'm ready to create stability for myself and a foundation for myself that nobody can take away. No life circumstance is going to fuck with unless, hey, I get, you know, injured, but then I've got government support. There, there's always going to be a way at this point. I'm not building on sand anymore. But as of now, I am in hustle mode. And in all of that, mamas, the takeaway that I want you to take away and I want my future self to take away is this. The chaos and the crazy and the motivation and the stress, it's all there to help you and serve you and give you information. What is a tender point in your life right now? What hurts? Do you feel lonely? Do you want a relationship? Are you feeling broke? Are you feeling like you don't know what you want to do for work? Like, what is the feeling that hurts, that you're running from, that you're numbing? Because it's trying to serve you and love you and help you. It's trying to tell you what you want or at least what you don't want, right? Listen to that pain and that discomfort and just take one baby step towards making it a little bit easier on yourself, not the symptom, the cause. If you feel like your weight is out of control and you're struggling to get through the day, you have such low energy. What is one baby step that you can take to make yourself feel better? And I don't mean smash your favorite box of cookies. Yes, that'll make you feel better numb in the moment, but that's only masking the symptom. The cause is, hey, maybe I can drink a little more water with my lunch and see how much of that is hunger versus how much of that is thirst. Like literal baby steps. It's just incorporating that little bit of intention. 
whatever it is that you're running from, acknowledge it and just take one baby step to make it better. So mamas, thank you for being here with me for this transition whirlwind chaos part of my life where I am getting my ducks in a row. I'm cultivating stability for myself from which I can explore the way that X did. I can explore and have fun and enjoy and savor and be independent. I need to feel safe first and I need to cultivate that for myself as my own mama. And I pray that for you as well. One baby step that you can take to make yourself feel a little more safe or to make the thing that feels wrong for you a little less wrong. I can't even believe that you've taken the time to listen, especially all the way till now. You are amazing. You're my people. You're my person. So thank you. And until next week, mamas, take care.